0: Hey guys, back, back to another great episode on the NASCAR series with Michael. This is episode 302. So let's con- let's begin with our NASCAR news. You see I, and and I heard that Tiff McLeod and now it's Live Fast Motorsports, number 78 Ford, or the Sewer Haas Racing Alliance. McLeod is BJ McLeod, and Matt Tiff. Uh, that Tiff is Matt Tiff. All right, let's hear this. I'd actually say there's probably not words to explain that. Um, it's, you know, literally decades of dreaming, decades of work, decades of being focused, uh, just a lot of, lot of relationships being built to... To get
1: us to this point, and you know, it you can't you can't sum it up in one or two or three words. Even it's just, you know, I guess the biggest thing to say is just really looking forward to continuing to work the way that I have in the last couple of decades to get to where I'm at now, and and see what we can make with this deal together. And, and Matt, you know, he's going to make me stronger. He's got he's got some really good qualities about him that I'm excited about. You know, helping some of the weaknesses I might have, and
2: just you know what we can do together. I, you know, I'm just, I just can't wait to get going. Like he said, we just want to see and, and run into the goods and the bads and, and work together and
1: just, you know, make this thing successful for several years to come.
0: All right, let's continue. Oh, yeah, and Matt Tiff, providing a health update, discusses racing. to ready
2: the... for race day.
3: Day at Hooters. Fans get a picture of domestic beer or Mountain Dew and fried pickles for just 15 bucks.
2: Now that's race day done right. Hooters, the official home of race fans.
1: It's been a work in progress. What I mean with that is uh, this summer, we did a big study up in Cleveland at the University of the Hospitals to learn more about what was happening inside my brain. Um, they have the general idea, but to be honest, we don't completely know um, what was happening or why things are happening? So like I said earlier, I have to err on the side of precaution. So to say I'm fully healed, um, typically you have to go through a period of being um, a year or two um, years of being senior free before they say, hey, okay, this is a really low chance this will happen again. So um, it's, a, it's an interesting thing in there because really – Um, A seizure is basically a surge protector. So when it trips that, uh, if you think of a computer, when it trips the surge protector, it's doing it so that your house doesn't burn down, so it doesn't blow the electrical fuses in there. Um, And that's something that I didn't know before. So uh, it's actually a protective mechanism, but in that, um, you know, it's electrical activity that wasn't going right. So um, we don't know exactly what caused it or why it happened. But, um, you know, I'm feeling good. I'm able to wake up um, every day knowing that, you know, I have a fantastic life and a a great, you know, partner here with BJ and um, an awesome wife and lots of dogs and cats that I have to keep on mute because they like to park here. But, um, you know, it's just uh, I'm very thankful for Oh,
0: sorry about that. Just fell on me. Let's continue on. How about NASCAR guys some fun with TV chirons? All right, let's see this. 18, KFB. Your kid asked what this stands for. That's not a problem. 9, Chase Elliott. NASCAR most popular driver 2018-2043 estimate. 23, Brett Moffitt truck series. With mustache, looks 26 years old and 52 years old at the same time. 11, for the X-Men series, Justin Haley. Picked last every motor car to uh, uh, pick up baseball, all game, basketball game. Four, Kevin Harvick. Cups was having really good 2020 until 2020 him. Fourteen, Clint Boyer. That's how, not how you it you press the other way. Never mind. Twenty-one, Zane Smith. Not just not Justin Bieber, we promise. Twenty-two, Austin Citrus. pick first in every motor or coach lineup to uh, pick up basic basketball game. 22. Joel Legon. Nickname name is Slice Bread. You know Quentin and Tarantino is better. 20. Harrison Burton. His uncle Ward is currently taking a selfie with a spitting cobra. 11. Danny Hammond. He rubs the lotion on his skin and it does whenever it's told. So those are some 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 fun NASCAR stuff. Cause I love spicing things up. Fun. I'm a fun podcast. Mm, all right. Elliott championship celebration, touching words to fans.
3: It's an honor to now welcome the newest NASCAR Cup Series champion, Chase Elliott, to the studio. And Chase, it looked like the party got started in Phoenix, moved on to your hometown in Dawsonville, Georgia. What has it been like celebrating as a cup champion?
2: Yeah, it's been amazing. I feel like everything I could ever ask for, and then some um, in these last two weeks, have just been incredible. Um, you know, I feel like it's still kind of a dream. So just been trying to take it all in, and, and yeah, what a welcome home. Uh, Dawsonville was awesome, so it's good to good to see that. Yeah, so I was going to ask you
1: about that when I left you on the stage. You were in disbelief. You just said it still yeah, feels yeah. like it's not real. Yeah. Is it not sinking in? Like, why are you still yeah. you can't believe it happened? No,
2: it, it it I feel like some parts of it have, and some parts of it still haven't. You know, there's just uh, just a lot of things that come along with it, right? I mean, that's the ultimate goal uh, that everyone sets out to do when, when you first start racing. Um, or at least, you know, looking for a career in NASCAR. So, just uh, yeah, think about a lot of th- you know a lot of things over the years. But it, it's been an honor, and um, this whole situation and, and experience is uh, something else. So, very proud.
3: Well, let's talk about your season a little bit. You were exactly racking up the wins like a couple of your competitors. But
0: okay, this is low.
3: Man, when those playoffs hit, you were on your game. What would you say was sort of the turning point in your season?
2: Yeah, you know it's a great point, and and I was honest about it throughout the year. You know, I thought we started the year really strong uh, as a company, as a company and a manufacturer, uh, running really really well. Probably the best we ever have uh, as a company since I've been there. And then I felt like those things continued after the COVID break, and and when we got back, and then it was like a month after that, everybody kind of had time to rebuild cars and get better, and that was where I felt like we fell behind some, and. You know, those summer months weren't good, but looking back on it, I'm not sure that it wasn't the best thing to happen to us because it really got people working really hard and at HMS. And our whole group, I feel like, really, really put a lot of effort in to improve and, and fortunately improved at the perfect time. So it worked out, uh, worked out well. You know, timing, is, timing is everything, and, and timing was certainly on our side this year.
1: So let's talk about the last two races of the year. Honestly, back-to-back win scenarios for you going into Martinsville and at Phoenix. And then afterwards, we can see the the pressure relief on you. But how did you not let the pressure of the moment get to you before those races?
2: Yeah, it's a great question. You know, I I obviously have a lot of great people to lean on. um, And, you know, really leaned on Alan hard throughout the week, too. I mean, he's been in that position before. uh, And he's the guy you're going to battle with and go fight with. So, you know, I feel like the You know, a big thing I looked at throughout the week is, look, nobody knows you better than you, and nobody knows how you tick and what makes you tick than yourself, and that goes for anybody, so just really tried to focus on the things that that motivate me and and less distraction, and uh, yeah, I was able to really keep our heads in a nice place for two weeks and focus and try to thrive in those big moments, and unfortunately, we did.
3: All right, well, the team didn't exactly make it easy on themselves. When you got to Phoenix, you had to start that race from the rear. At what point, though, did you realize you had a race car that was capable of of winning the race and the championship?
2: Yeah, you know, those races are just so nuts. I mean, the top four guys running one, two, three, four all day um, really shows, I guess, just how competitive and how much those four teams want to (laughs) win the whole deal. But when the race started, I I really felt I, I wasn't as bothered by going to the back. Um, as I was worried about losing that pit selection, I thought at first that we were going to lose it too. And I'm like, well, dang, you know, that's a big time bummer. Uh, But I was, I feel like a big thing I kept thinking about is, is, hey, look, if you have your car balanced right, I think 312 laps is plenty enough time to find your way to wherever you belong, if that's first or fourth or 10th or whatever. So, you know, we see how often do we see guys get speeding penalties and then they're back to the lead or to the top five by the end of the next stage. So, just didn't feel like that was a good excuse. I think it was more more important to have our balance right, and, and
1: uh, fortunately, it was really close. The post-race emotion was awesome to watch. I mean, we don't see you in tears very often. We saw the genuine emotion from you, but I want to ask you about one moment, the moment with Jimmy Johnson. The, yeah. the unscripted moments are the best moments, and Dell and Jr. said on the broadcast, it's almost like a, a passing of the torch at Hendrick Motorsports. Tell me about that moment, and did you get that sense that it was Jimmy kind of handing off the team to you in a way?
2: Yeah, you know, I really that really didn't even cross my mind. I, when I saw him, I've told some people this throughout the weekend, but I saw him kind of taking his victory lap, and I remember quickly in my head there was a picture that floated around my parents' office for years, and it was Dad and Matt Kenseth, and they shared a moment like that on track. Dad won the race, and Matt had won the championship that year. And I remember them, you know, high-fiving each other as they drove by. When I saw him, I was like, that, like that picture. Let's, <laughs> let's do it. Um, how cool would it be? I don't know why that clicked in my head. But, um, and, too, just to share a moment with him on track. He's been a great mentor and, and beyond anything, a great friend. So, uh, And he had some, some wise words throughout the week. He was, you know, checking in on me, which was awesome. And I didn't think there was many more people there more excited than him uh, to see how it worked out. And you could genuinely see that, which was, which was very special
3: one of you uh, got many memorable moments from the weekend chase thank you so much for joining yeah. us here in studio congratulations again on such an incredible incredible season and we uh, wish you all the best in the offseason
2: thanks and i also want to say thanks to the fans uh, throughout this year it's been amazing i know it hasn't been the most normal thing ever but uh, you guys are awesome and, and i hope you enjoy what the season had to offer so thanks guys enjoy the offseason yeah. man
0: all right all right let's continue before we go to our final thing, Jimmy Johnson earned the Bill France Award of Excellence.
2: You have to live for race day.
3: Every race day at Hooters, fans get a picture of domestic beer or Mountain Dew and fried pickles for just 15 bucks.
2: Now that's race day done right. Hooters, the official home of race days. And we have a special message
1: from one of Jimmy's biggest fans. Seven times. When
3: it comes to NASCAR championships, it's the number. But Jimmy Johnson isn't a
1: statistic, no. You can't measure what this man has brought to the sport with just a number. He put
3: the pedal to the metal every single week, wheeled his heart
1: out, and gave us so many unforgettable moments. In triumph or defeat, he always exuded the class that made us proud to be fans of this great sport. He is a champion in every sense of the word, not only as a racer, but as a family man. friend and a role model so i say congratulations to the goat jimmy johnson on your legendary career in the meantime small times just
2: keep living this award is one of the highest honors in nascar it's the ultimate achievement for contributions to our great sport each recipient of the award has made a massive impact on nascar its winners include names like gordon earnhardt jr gibbs childress and penske this year another legend of nascar takes home this coveted award he's one of the greatest ever wheel race car a seven-time champion and an incredible human being who we're going to miss seeing at the track each week it is our family's pleasure to present the bill france award of excellence to jimmy johnson thank you what what uh what an honor this is i am uh so grateful and thankful for your contributions and what, uh, what your future holds for you in our sport. So thankful for the contributions
1: of your family and uh, the vision that your, uh, your family had to create this premier form of racing uh, in, the, in the country. And to play a part of
2: that and to have the success I have had in this sport is so meaningful to me. I am truly surprised and honored to receive this award. I wasn't expecting it walking in here, and I know the importance of it, and I'm really, really honored, so thank you. Congratulations, Jimmy. Certainly well-deserved.
3: Thank you. Thank you.
0: All right, we are at the end of our time. See you tomorrow for another great episode.